Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Veil. My name is Lauren, your host, and I think I might have hinted to today's topic already, but we're diving into the New Age movement. The New Agers, the anti-New Agers, everything in between, what I'm seeing, what I feel like this is. And yeah, we're just going to do a deep dive into that today. I'm sure this won't be the last time I speak of it. Before we get into that, I did just want to give a little bit of an update on what has been happening in my personal life. For those of you who follow on Instagram, you might have already seen bits and pieces of it, but I did want to take to the podcast to share a little bit more in terms of the the details that I just didn't share on Instagram. So for those of you who've been following, been tuned in, and I did share a little bit in the beginning first two episodes where I've been on this wild ride through the underworld trying to separate from this group um, that has been inflicting harm not only on me but millions of others for a very long period of time they you know we've we've traced them back to Egypt specifically but even before that where yeah it's been a 16,000 year cycle of me trying to to get out of their grip, which happened over the summer. And I am going to really honor the story that needs to be told. We're going to go through the moment I really began the descent into the underworld and take you along the journey of what happened, allowing it to be a teaching moment. So to be continued there. It's been after everything that came out on 8-8, the aftermath, those few months were really intense. And it all led to me sitting again with ayahuasca in November, because despite all of the clearing that I was doing, all of the support that I had in both the physical and etheric realms, It was just so much that I knew I needed the support of the grandmother, Ayahuasca, to help me. During that time, which again, it'll be, there will just be another episode to, to, to go into detail, but I did clear the majority of it. And from there, you know, we're on the up. When I got back to Tulum after ayahuasca, I quickly started to realize that there's more. There's more clearing that needs to be done energetically, and there is more, and it's 11-11, more dark energy, um, more toxins and icky, icky things in the body that you know, were resonance to this energy that created a home in my body for these two years that I have been trying to figure out what was going on with these active attacks that basically have been happening my whole life. And as you know, I was sick. I was sick as a child. And so now, for the first time in a very long time, my body can actually heal Of course, I'm no stranger to detoxing, been through this before, but this time it's different. And when I got back, I realized, okay, I need to focus on the physical detox. And yes, I've I've still been clearing this person, this group out of me, my womb, my lower chakras, the mind everywhere still, but it's not in me to the degree that it was, it's manageable now. And now I'm just riding the wave and allowing it to unfold organically. As you guys know, I am going back to sit with medicine. Yes, I'm called to sit with the medicine again. And I feel that this is more repair than anything else. 
Um, at the same time, I'm also going to meet a new tribe and see if we're a good fit so I can start recommending and bringing people to retreats. So there's two reasons why I'm going back. In that time, obviously, like I said, the focus has the focus has been the detox. And I just want to kind of walk you guys through how I've been navigating this, which will lead into the attempted attack that happened last week. So when I got back to Tulum, I started to do bioresonance again. I've been doing this for a couple years now. I'm really blessed and grateful to have this available to me here in Tulum, but it's essentially frequencies that are countering, that are neutralizing the the frequencies that are in the body that correlate to certain illnesses, diseases, parasitic energies, which has been the focus for me. Started another round of that. We were mostly clearing parasites. I also did five colonics at that time to continue to flush out the intestines because yes, I definitely purged in ayahuasca, but believe it or not, there was more. So with that, I also did two rounds of combo and then I took a little bit of a break. With the bioresonance, Candida was also coming up on the report. So basically when you, the first session with him, he does a scan and shows you, okay, this is what's going on in the body. This is what it picked up. And now we're going to start that process of reversing um, and, and neutralizing this. So I did a Candida cleanse over the holidays. You guys might remember I was down and out for the count. I was really sick for about eight days and that was a two-week cleanse. I did another colonic at the same time. Lots of sauna, temescal, sweating, moving, the diet, everything to just to support my body going through another quite intense and rigorous process of a different type of detox. Took another little break. And now I'm doing, or I just finished another round of bioresonance. So there were more parasites, more candida, and we finished that. Um, around that time, like as I was in that process, this was last Tuesday, so maybe almost two weeks ago now, when this is coming out, I started to feel like something was off. I had my sessions, I felt fine, the afternoon passes, and later in the day, I start to feel really tired. I actually was at a bioresonance session, and they do make you feel tired, right? Because you're killing pathogens. However, I was even more tired than usual. I knew I needed to go pick up groceries after. I just wanted to go home so badly, but something forced me to just go to the grocery store, got my groceries, and while I was there, I heard, go pick up a candle. You need to go get a candle. And so I come home, I light the candle, I rest, I wake up the next morning, and the candle is black. And for those of you who work with candle magic or have seen this before, the candle can tell you so many things about what's going on energetically. And while I'm Doing my own clearing, it's just nice. It's a little bit of a, obviously, you know, ceremony and ritual for me to also have the support of my team to kind of show me what's there through the candle. So with the flame, you can read, um, I'm not going to get into it here, but the flame tells you something, the, the residue that's left behind tells you something, and when there is black soot. It's telling you there is something working against you. It's ill will, an evil spirit, whatever you want to call it. And it's, you know, being cleared through this ritual. For those who have seen the candle, which if you're on, you're on YouTube, um, here it is. So as you can see the bottom here, right, it's clear. That means we were able to remove whatever this was. If the whole candle is black, and that means that the, the your team was fighting off the 
evil spirits, the spell, whatever it was, and they they weren't able to fully finish it. So, you know, you'll have to keep going with that process. This candle burned in less than three days, and it showed me that this, whatever was sent to me was big. It was intense. It was dark. So that was my first sign, right? First, I'm tired. Now the candle is black. Now I'm paying attention. I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about this before, but I have my immunity. That's what I call it. It just means that I got to the point in my journey and my evolution where I am sovereign enough. I have cleared enough to where any anything that comes to me that is ill will, that is intended harm, anything, even if I'm in a crowd of people and there's shedding happening or there's an entity attachment, I am not affected at all. So I know this. I'm still learning what this means and how to live in the world in this way. But so I'm not thinking, ah, there's an attack. I'm not protected. I'm thinking I have my immunity. I don't need to worry about this anymore. So I tune in and to to my team and I'm like, what what gives? Thought I had my immunity. What is happening here? And they said, you do. This was a ritual done against you by this same group, the same woman, except she had a lot of help. There were a lot of hands, a lot of manpower was used. This was planned. This was intentional, deliberate, and it did not enter. However, you are feeling it on the outside of your field. And you feel it so strongly because there's so much of it. It's it's a big one. It's intense. And you needed to feel it. You, you needed to know that this was coming, whereas other smaller types of rituals and spell work and ill will sent to me, which does happen a lot, um, I don't feel anymore. But this uh, was was massive. I needed to I needed to see this. And I felt it on the outside of my field. If it had been successful, if it had seeped in, if it had made its way into my field, into my body, it would have caused extreme harm. Like it would have hurt me. And it's 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 overwhelming a little bit to to think about and I'm just so grateful for not being in that place anymore and again just helping my clients to get to that place too where people can continue in their own patterns and their own cycles of lack of love of harm but we're not going to be affected by it anymore we're not going to be hurt by it and I'm so glad that I went to pick up this candle because it was the closest thing to proof that I feel like I have that, yeah, I'm not crazy. Like these people are doing this. I feel it. And what I'm feeling, you can see on the candle. So I start the process of getting it out of my space entirely on Thursday. So this was Tuesday. I started to realize on Thursday, I was still pretty tired, but at the same time, it was a really intense week with clients. We had, you know, a couple emergencies. We're working through really, really big things in these one-on-ones. Plus it was the Leo full moon. So intense week. And, you know, sometimes it's hard. It's like, am I tired because it's been an intense week? because I'm still going through my own process and my own clearing, or is this something else? And sometimes there are symptoms of attack, but we chalk it up to ascension symptoms, which is what my ex-mentor always used to say, oh, it's just ascension symptoms. And no, 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 it was your your bad energy that you have infiltrated us with saying it's ascension symptoms, or right, is it something else? So especially because in my head, I I know that I'm safe and protected now. That wasn't what my first thought was. So Thursday night, I was tired. I knew I was still going to go out anyway, because 
one of the most amazing singers was playing here in Tulum. And it I needed to be in that frequency. I needed to be there. It was part of all of this, right? Sometimes when you have this thick, dense, looming energy around you, it can be really hard to connect to Christ consciousness, to the God frequencies, to unconditional love in the way that we are used to. And sometimes we need that support. And I know a lot of people, and I hear this where they're like, I want to do this on my own. And absolutely most of it, yes, you do want to take that power back and work through this on your own because you're going to learn so much in the process. However, there's nothing wrong with receiving that help. This woman, and we all said this at different points in conversation after Thursday night saying, wow, we felt the God frequency is a portal opened. It was pure love, the community, her, everything. And it brought me back into that state where I felt like it helped me to not only come back into my own body, my heart, my truth, but clear out and clear out quicker, more quickly, this energy that was looming around my field. So then Friday comes, I'm feeling, oh my gosh, night and day, so much better. The candle is done and I decide to do a journey that night. And in the journey, in the beginning, I told my guides, I'm like, okay, let's do this. Like, what do we need to, what else do we need to clear with this attack? And they were like, oh, that's nothing. That's done. That's not even going to be our focus today. And instead, I was just clearing more of this woman out of my womb. I cleared another Egyptian spell that was placed on me during that time that was on my womb. And I can't tell you how good it feels to remove these spells and rituals that have had a lock and a hold on certain chakras organs, parts of the body, parts of the consciousness for so long. Like it was so liberating and freeing. And I, I was just, yeah, I was sh shaking as I know some of you also have that, that movement that you can't really control as the energy is clearing. And I woke up Saturday feeling just really good had a beautiful day of synchronicities and magical moments. And that just continued and continued and continued. And yeah, so then looking back, I'm like, wow, okay, it wasn't even in my field, but it did affect me. And again, I'm just sharing this because hopefully maybe my chain of events of how I came to understand what was going on is something that maybe resonates with you or you can apply to your own life to um, stop it in its tracks and or pick up on it a little bit sooner. Or maybe, you know, this is something from the past where you're realizing, oh, I felt this and I didn't do anything about it. And there's something still there that I need to now pay attention to. So that is pretty much what the last two months or so have been for me. There's one more thing I wanted to share, and that is a few weeks ago, this was early January, I sat in a ceremony held by a really good friend, and at some point in the ceremony, Kali appears in front of me, and she was really close, and I could see the details of her face. And I was, of course, so excited to to see her in that light, in that way. For those who know, I, I work with her regularly. I call her into almost every session that I do with clients. She is my counterpart, my partner in the underworld. And she went in to my womb and down. Toward the end of ceremony, I was I was like, okay, we're almost done. Like, are you almost done? And she said, no, 
we what what's happening here is we are clearing out these lower chakras i'm i'm down here for a couple of weeks maybe months i'm not leaving until we have completely cleared every ounce of distorted energy in the root and sacral chakra so she's been with me it's been a couple of weeks now i probably clear every night every day, every night, just to put into perspective of how much was there, right? If you think about those months after the retreat, I would say some days were 12, 16 hours of clearing. I was in sacred sites. I was at stone circles. I was I was really supported by the land. I come back to Denver. I'm working with medicine. I'm clearing mostly just on weekends at this point. Um, And then I go sit with medicine. So as you can imagine, it's been more than you could fathom. And we're still in it. However, I feel the best I've ever felt, the happiest I've ever felt. And I know we're just on the up from here. And with, you know, what happened last week, I really do. I always believed it. But now I really know, okay, I I really am protected and I am safe. And um, that's just a really beautiful feeling. And, you know, I'm dedicating my time to supporting others to get to this place. So with that said, let's dive in to the New Age. The New Age movement really blew up in 2020. Of course, it was a thing before that, but millions of people going through an awakening in one year, a lot of them found themselves on this timeline, this new age timeline. That was intentional by the dark forces to intervene with the organic ascension and divert them onto an inorganic ascension path that we'll just call the new age movement where from my perspective, the new age is just a collection of ideas, ideologies, thoughts, kind of picking from this religion, that religion, this culture. It's missing depth. It's not rooted in anything, which means there's a lot of bypassing and a lot of gray area that people are overlooking or they're not properly understanding the the full concept. And that in itself causes suffering. And I'm going to get in, I'm going to keep going and maybe that'll make a little bit more sense in a minute. But it's not wrong to say, hey, I really resonate with this teaching from Christianity and this teaching from Hinduism and what the Yawanawa of Brazil are saying here. And it's okay to form your own belief system. We don't have to copy an exact culture. I personally feel that most cultures, there's some truth and also some things that don't resonate with me. We're here to to rediscover what our own innate truth is. And it's not always going to look exactly like an one what one group has been following for a very long time. So from one perspective, there's nothing wrong with kind of taking the ideas and thoughts that resonate with you and going deeper with them. The problem is the New Agers are not doing that. There is light. There is truth in the new age movement. There's also a lot of non-truth, a lot of distortion, a lot of AI, a lot of other things, (laughs) but it's not entirely wrong, which was intentional because they need to hook you in. You need to, they need something to resonate. So you think, oh, wow, they're using all the right words. They're saying things that make sense to me. This must be true. And you find yourself in this in this movement and you really do believe that, that this is right. There are new agers 
And then there are anti-New Agers, and we're going to get into both of those. But then within the New Age movement, there are souls, humans, lightworkers, healers who do have pure intention. And they want to help people, and they're not trying to deceive, but they are unaware and they are caught in this web because that's exactly what it is. Then you have those that are working with the dark forces that are well aware of what this is and who they are, at least to a degree. And their role is to continue to preach this, these teachings and hook people into this movement. Their intention is to distract, to deter, to inflict harm, to create confusion. That is that is most of the spiritual teachers in on social media and and beyond. So those spiritual influencers, they're all part of the new age movement. And I don't want to say all because I that's too definitive. However, I have not yet found a big name with you know hundreds of thousands of followers that is not a false light worker because the new age movement is a false light agenda. Those that are caught in the web that don't understand that are not trying to hurt anyone. Obviously there's a difference. We want to have compassion for both. We want to have non-judgment for both. However, even if your teacher or someone you follow, it's like, okay, maybe they're not aware and they don't understand, but do you really want that person to be guiding you who is so unaware of the of what they've found themselves in? They're so unaware of themselves as well They that they're going to be the ones leading you through this process, right? So you have to ask yourself, okay, maybe... They don't have bad intentions, but there's just not alignment because I need to be working with someone and to be learning with someone who has this level of awareness and is not teaching false information because that information that they're sharing, the energy that they're sharing, if they're doing energy work on you, there's so much distortion and whether or not it's intentional, it's happening. So asking yourself, Is this the best for me? Is this serving me? The problem with the anti-New Agers is that they don't realize that they are caught even deeper in this web. So let me just back up a little bit. This is how the New Age movement was explained to me in terms of how they're funneling people once they're hooked into this bigger umbrella. You have those that fall into the trap. It does open them up spiritually. They get out. They're back on the organic ascension path, which I guess maybe could be me. I feel like in 2016, I was definitely, you know, into the crystals, some of the the other teachings, um, and found myself realizing, okay, this isn't it. And I got back on track. Then you have those that fall into the new age trap and leave spirituality altogether. They're like, this is messed up. I'm realizing that I was following something that was not true. I'm done with spirituality. They want that. Yeah, great. Get get off. Go back into the 3D. Go back into the autopilot. Bravo. Our job is done. The other path is the false light, right? Where they're identifying the light workers, the healers, those that whose intention in this lifetime is to to do this work, they hook you into this this false light um timeline where now you're being pumped with all of this AI, you're 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 being pumped with this AI. You're being taught things that are lacking full truth. 
And now you're going on and doing healings and activations and all of these things for other people, but you're just transmitting this dark, distorted energy, this AI to the clients, and then it just creates a domino effect from there to them. Great. Our job is done. We've we've severed even more of a connection to source, making them feel maybe like they're connected to source, but in reality, it's a false light. It's a false sense of sovereignty, individuality, peace within. Then you have those that they bring even deeper into the the demonic energies of the new age. A lot of the anti-new agers are saying that new age is demonic and they're technically not wrong, especially if we're looking at, okay, you have the Christ light, which to me is source, it's unconditional love. Then you have the Antichrist, which is responsible for all of the suffering, the destruction, everything. This is an underworld energy that has been creeping its way through higher dimensions. I've seen it even through the sixth dimension. I I personally feel like it stops in the seventh, but I don't, I can't say that for sure. And the reptilians, the Anunnaki, the Archons, the Greys, they all work for the Antichrist. So technically, New Age, yeah, it's, it's, trace it back, it's the Antichrist, it's demonic. However, the masterminds behind the New Age are the higher dimensional, lower conscious beings, like the reptilians. It's not a demonic agenda. There's more intelligence to it. There's more consciousness involved. The technology immediately tells me these aren't low conscious demonic entities that are um, leading this movement. These are higher dimensional service to self beings that are working with the underworld lower demonic energies. So like the anti-New Agers aren't wrong, but they're, they're not seeing the whole picture. They also say that... Some of them, and I've seen this, they say reptilians aren't real. And if you believe that they are, da 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 da. Capitalism is the problem. And in my head, I'm like, well, who created capitalism? The reptilians and company. So again, a lot of these New Agers don't realize they've just gone even deeper. They've not left the New Age movement at all. And a lot of them too are saying, Astrology is demonic, tarot is demonic, and Jesus saved me and pulled me out of this. It's not the real Jesus, because the real one would never say astrology is demonic. There are many Jesuses out there, false false Jesuses, and maybe we, we take this to another episode, but one... Um, one path that I found a lot of New Agers went down was this Jesus figure that showed them the truth about new age. And from one perspective, I'm like, okay, maybe I believe this. Um, however, when they start to to explain more about what it is that they were told, and now what it is that they believe, I'm seeing very clearly this is a, a demonic false Jesus who's a demon literally disguised as Jesus and bringing them even deeper now into the the, the dark depths um, in the new age web. So one more thing about the anti-new agers as well is that they are judgmental and they're rude and they're harsh. And it's almost like you don't believe what I believe you're you're lost and all of these things. And to me, again, that's just saying you, you're still in this, this icky realm of confusion, distortion. If you really were pulled out of it, you would understand and you would be vibrating at a different frequency. You would be speaking about this differently. There would be more love, more empathy, more neutrality in what you have to say and they're not realizing that they're still in it and they're they're no better they're no better but they're acting like they are so let's go back to the false light what i believe and maybe i'm repeating myself 
but this new age movement was created to interfere with the organic ascension. They saw millions, millions of people starting to open up their channels, starting to wake up to the deception that is our reality. And they're getting into psychic development and yoga and mindfulness and all of these other things. They're like, we can't have that, right? These dark forces, we need to intervene. We need to, we need to deter. We need to do something about this. When you first start waking up to yourself, to your spirituality, you're very veiled. You're very blocked. And we see that in these intuitive abilities where it's distortion, it's black magic, it's limiting beliefs, it's trauma, it's all of these things that are not allowing us to effectively and efficiently communicate with our soul's wisdom, other beings, our guides, God. So we start to wake up, but we're so veiled, so veiled still. And we don't, it's hard for us to recognize truth from non-truth. It's hard for us to, to know. And also, you know, there's a lot of trust. An angel comes to you, says, hey, I'm an angel. I'm your guide. And you're like, great, thank you. In reality, it's a fallen angel or an entity disguised, this false light um, as an angel, and then you invite them into your field and they're creating, causing destruction and harm in ways that take a long time to really recognize. And that's the, the point too. So just like religion, it's really similar to how, you know, people started right with Yeshua's teachings. Hey, you can connect directly to God. And this is, these are the Christ teachings and what that looks like. The Romans and others say, uh, nope, that's not going to work for us. We don't want people to be in their power. Here's religion. They're saying, no, you need us to connect to God. Really similar. But as we evolve and as things change and times change, they also have to improvise and um, they have to come up with new ways to deceive and what better way to do that than pretend to be Jesus, pretend to be Archangel Michael, pretend to be someone that loves you and cares about you, a guide, and just continue to wreak havoc on the system. And that's exactly what the New Age movement is. It's keeping people stuck and in a state of suffering. Because these teachings are just a very small part of the bigger picture. And they only share just a little bit to make you feel that maybe something is wrong with me or it keeps you in the state of victimhood, perpetual suffering, where you're you're taking on these beliefs, right? And let's just let me just start with my examples. You think about fear, you create fear. That's bypassing. Um, because we have lived in a state of fear for almost entirely our entire human experience, especially how ingrained this fear is in the feminine. Whether you're, whatever your gender is, it's ingrained in who we are as a collective. So, okay. Of course, we don't want to be stuck in fear this entire time. And we want to recognize, oh, wow, I'm living in this constant state of fear that maybe I didn't realize I was. And this has helped me now see that I need to break out of this. That's great. However, we need to address what is inside. We need to address the fear that we've already experienced the fear that lives in our blueprint in our organs in our dna in our psyche and this whole think fear create fear stops some people from actually doing that deep work and dealing with their emotions so that's what i mean by you just kind of get caught in the cycle of perpetual suffering because now you're convincing yourself i can't be in fear when in reality we want to 
fear is a messenger, number one. And if you're seeing it as something that can help you, amazing, right? Okay, I feel fear. My body's trying to tell me something. My soul is trying to tell me something. Let me try to understand what that is. And and you go down that rabbit hole and you allow yourself to work through whatever the emotion is so you can actually clear it and keep moving forward. And that is that, you're right, that process of evolution. Then, you know, if for others, it's like, oh, I'm feeling fear. Oh my gosh, I need to, I need to get, you know, um, into a more positive frequency. And I can't think that that's a low emotion. And, you know, I think that's maybe a bit of a, an extreme where maybe you're thinking, okay, I'm not, it's not like that. But the thing with these new age theories is it runs a lot deeper than that. So just an example, I recently just separated from a client that I've been working with for three years. She was part of, in a way, part of the community that I am separating from with this woman. She has not done, she has not done any, really any shadow work. She's ignoring and avoiding that this woman has also infiltrated her. And she is giving distorted healings and she is so out of integrity in her work. I can no longer be associated. I can no longer call you a student. I'm I take that very seriously. We've had many conversations about what she's doing. Other people have also said the same thing. Her response was I can't be in fear. I don't want to be in fear and that's bringing me to a place of fear and I I'm going to stay in the light. We know that's bypassing. And you know, another thing with that too is this person um, you know, was saying to me, she feels amazing and she feels so connected to source and at the same time lied to me and was dishonest to me, not realizing that if you were connected to source, then you would not have done that. Again, not realizing that this is all false light. This is all a false sense of, of source, a false sense of security, a false sense of everything. So, going to keep going. I have just a couple more examples. Another one being, right, jumping timelines and quantum leaping into your new reality and the manifestation, the issues with the manifestation coaches, um, where jumping timelines and quantum leaping is definitely a real thing. It happens, but it's not always the right path and the right answer. I have found on multiple occasions that a new timeline has opened up to me. And it can look like a quantum leap onto that timeline. However, a lot of times, most of the time, in order to shift our reality, it's not working with a new age manifestation coach to do an exercise to quantum leap and quantum jump and all this work in the quantum that they don't understand at all. It's it's dedicated, deep inner work that is that you need to move through in order to now be a match to what you're wanting to create because we have to deal with our karmic past we have to deal with our limiting beliefs and we have to deal with our shadow and not deal with that's maybe the wrong word but in order for us to quantum leap or jump onto this new timeline we have a lot of work to do and we have to almost go backwards or go down into into the shadow and yeah, that's, I think, where part of my problem is with that is it's bypassing completely and making you feel like, oh, really easy. I can just quantum leap into my new reality. And no, you have to, you have to, um, yeah, really do that inner work. So with the manifestation coaches as well, I feel like they're, it's all ego to me. You also have to look at the state of the world right now, where so many people are suffering. And these coaches, these people are only focused on, you know, how much they can manifest, how much money they can make. A lot of these coaches are charging, and it hurts me, like how much these coaches are charging <laughs> and like tens of thousands of dollars stop working with these people. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but my recommendation would be get out. This is not, this is not right. This is not, 
if if you really want to to if you really want to evolve and to heal and to do it in a way that is in integrity this is not the answer there they have no no regard for the collective it's solely me 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 and they're charging they're they are scamming you that's i'm just going to leave it at that okay they're scamming you and a lot of these coaches healers big names as well it's reptilian and they're working with reptilian black magic to help you to um bring in more money like you know i have this this one friend who was working with a reptilian manifestation coach who didn't seem to care because her methods were working and i'm like yes but she's using spell work she's using black magic to manipulate to help you bring in more money but how sustainable is that that's karmic you're going to have to you know you're going to have to come back and work through that at some point another teaching that i wanted to touch on was the belief and i do believe this that we are all one we come from the same source we are all connected you cannot hurt another without also hurting yourself the problem with this concept in the new age community is that it is not recognizing that we are in the third dimension where there is extreme separation and individuality so let's say there are 12 dimensions just for this exercise and actually while i'm on the topic of dimensions another new age practitioner red flag is an energy worker or a healer who says that they are from the 22nd dimension or the even the 7th dimension where they are attaching um and identifying um and maybe i'll talk more about this at a later time um but i personally stay away from those who are stuck in that web back to the exercise 12 dimensions 12th is god it is complete union with god and the first dimension is almost complete separation right the ninth dimension let's say you begin to lose that sense of individuality and even in the the fifth the seventh dimension there's still individuality but they are equally as connected to unity consciousness but by the ninth dimension you really start to lose that sense of individuality we are in the third dimension that is much closer to one which is almost complete separation than it is to 12. So we want to hold the higher perspective that we are all one. We want to live by that and integrate that into our being and allow that to influence our behaviors, our thoughts, our actions, our choices. Service to others, right? but we also need to acknowledge that we don't currently in this body live in a dimension where that is full truth at least not right now it is truth but it is also truth that we are experiencing separation so you can see how it can be harmful to make that statement without acknowledging the reality that we live in and this all came about because i had posted a while back a reel on just sharing a couple of artists who base artists who i felt were connected to source and as we know base music is a lower frequency generally so when you have an artist who is channeling god frequencies and all of these frequencies that are very healing very beautiful 
And they're coming through and integrated so beautifully into a frequency that is generally lower. It's something to, to celebrate. It's something to acknowledge. Um, and that's what I was trying to do. So in my head, um, seeing these comments about how can I put another artist on a pedestal, we are all one, they are not better than anyone else, I can't remember exactly what was said, and in my head I'm thinking, okay, they're not wrong, no one is better than anyone else, we are all at different levels of consciousness, absolutely, which some people in the comments disagreed with, but that's just the truth, because if we were all at the same level of consciousness, earth would look a lot different, our reality would look a lot a lot different, it would be more like Arcturus or the Pleiades, where generally everyone is at a, a, a more similar level of consciousness. And then I'm thinking, well, we're allowed to acknowledge each other's greatness without it meaning that everyone else who was not named is not. What's wrong with me highlighting the beautiful things that these artists, the very, this unique thing that some of these artists are doing. Also acknowledging that the commenters themselves decided to make it personal about them, right? That they are less than triggering a lack, a wound. I've been there. That was the whole first 27 years of my life. So I understand but we should all be celebrating each other and recognizing each other's strengths. And anyone who was triggered or hurt by that, that's something they need to work on within themselves. But it brought up this whole we are one comment, making me kind of go deeper into this. And that's where all of this kind of came about. And this is what I mean when I say that New Age shares a hint of truth but it bypasses so much important information, keeping people stuck in this perpetual loop of lack and confusion. So we are all one, yes, and we should never forget that. And everything we do should always come from that place, service to other. But at the same time, there is separation here. And we chose to come here to experience that separation. That's part of the point. And we also came here to experience individuality, something that you don't necessarily experience in the higher dimensions in the same way. So there's another one really similar to this. This one um, ir does irritate me a little bit, and we're working on that, um, especially when it's said as I'm talking about my battle with the dark forces, and that is the the teaching that you just need to come to a place of neutrality, right? Like we just need to be neutral. And they're correct. That's the end goal, right? The end goal is that we are now neutral about whatever it is that was causing upset, that was causing chaos before. But the way that it's said in the New Age community is almost like, oh, that needs to happen immediately. And if you're not in that place already, then, you know, something's, I don't want to say something's wrong with you or you're not getting it or, you know, whatever it is, you, you, you understand what I'm trying to say. But you can't get to that place before you work through the pain and the emotion. So when I had um, someone, and this was hours, hours after... Um, some, I'm not really going to get into this, but um, hours after everything came out, right, um, over the summer. And it now I, I, I know that this person actually was not um, someone that I could trust, but he said to me, just forgive her. And I'm like, it just happened. I just escaped. And you're like the first person that I'm talking to. I will forgive her, um, but it's not going to happen in this moment. And that is new age bypassing. If 
if you told me that you just ended a five-year relationship because the partner cheated, how would you feel if I told you, well, you just need to forgive him and come to a place of neutrality? No, you need to process what happened. You need time to heal. You can't just flip a switch and proclaim that you're over it without doing the work. And that's the part of all of this that new age is missing. You're allowed to be angry, upset. You're allowed to feel. You're, you, you don't want to dwell on it. You don't want to sit in it for longer than it's serving. Of course, find the balance, but you shouldn't be expected to just come into a neutral place without having gone through your process first. That can't happen while we're still under attack from these dark forces, right? I don't want to have a bad relationship, say, with the reptilians. However, they're not making it easy for me to be neutral toward them or even love them, right? They're making it difficult because, and for many of us, they're still harming us. We can't, we can't get to that place of neutrality and for, forgiveness when we're still under attack. While you're still nursing a broken heart while you're still processing anger. These are all steps in the right direction, which end with neutrality, with peace, with acceptance. So hopefully these two examples help make a little bit more sense of what I mean <laughs> when I say that there are just blind spots and um, lack of information within these new age teachings. So new age to me is spiritual narcissism, spiritual ego. It involves Luciferian magic. It involves reptilian magic and others, not just those two. It keeps you stuck in victimhood, in loops, never good enough and you know, also not realize that you're inflicting more harm, not only on yourself, but others, right? Even that example of um, excusing bad behavior from a romantic partner because it's a soulmate or a twin flame. And I'm going to, I'm going to do a whole episode on twin flame, but, you know, I see a lot of people teaching this where it's like, okay, part of that is true, right? It is not excusing the bad behavior. Don't do that. But it is more challenging. It's There's more emotion. There's more depth to these karmic partners and that it is harder to get out of. And it takes a lot of work. It's not excusing the behavior. But the thing with these anti-New Agers that are mocking this and making fun of this, what they're not understanding is that they're not acknowledging the truth to this, which is there's a reason there's a reason for why the people stuck in these relationships are stuck. And it's because there's such deep entanglement and so much pain. And they have to, they met again to work through this, not to excuse the bad behavior, but they're not acknowledging that, yeah, this is a really challenging dynamic. And it's making people feel bad and feel all sorts of things. And there's no empathy. And again, they're only seeing what they want to see and missing a, a really big part of, of what the new age, what, what the new age took from the, the more ancient wisdom around these karmic partners and, and relationships. I hope that made sense. So I think that is where we're going to end today, I know there's so much more. I even have it on my list. I'm thinking maybe for those listening, if you have some other examples or theories or things that you've seen, writing them in the chat or in the comments. And when I have enough, I'll do another episode of debunking some more um, of these these theories and, and we'll kind of go from there. So I hope this was helpful. 
I hope you enjoyed listening. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know your feedback. We'll take this to the Beyond the Veil WhatsApp group. So if you're not in that, the link is in the show notes if you want to join the community. And for in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram on Lauren on Earth. I I am on TikTok. We're getting there. I've been sharing some client sessions actually on TikTok and I'm trying to figure out where my place is there. But if if you want to come along for the ride, the trial, the trial run, Lauren on Earth on TikTok and then my website, laurenonearth.com for one-on-one sessions or just seeing what we have going on in terms of group work this month. So thank you again. Love you all and see you next time. Bye.